Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We have got records for the S&P and the NASDAQ Composite Index. Dow Industrials also pushing higher. The Dow up 43 to 21,618. That is a gain of two-tenths of one percent. S&P higher by 11 to 2471. A gain there of five-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 41, up six-tenths of one percent. This update is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network, home to the industry's most satisfied advisors. Prepare to be swept off your feet by the broker-dealer RIA that's been putting relationships first since 1979. Visit Commonwealth.com. The tenure down 230 seconds, yield 2.27%. Gold down 60 cents the ounce, little changed at 1241. Crude oil 47.14 a barrel on WTI, higher by 1.6%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much for that update. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. It is 1148 in the Bay Area and 248 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Jonathan Bernstein, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Repeal and replace is dead. Again, perhaps for good this time. What matters now? Will Republicans in Congress hear a sustained effective push from the White House to revive a viable bill? Will Republicans in Congress hear a sustained effective push from Republican-aligned interest groups? Will Republicans in Congress hear from rank-and-file Republican constituents who are outraged that the promise they ran on for the last seven years may disappear without a vote? We know the answer to the first question. No one expects any kind of serious effort from this White House or this president. The other two? There was little evidence the other two times the bill died that either Republican Party actors or Republican voters cared very much. Perhaps this time will be different. Perhaps organized groups within the party are making noise that elected politicians can hear, but we can't. So far, it doesn't appear to be happening. Yes, a real attempt to revive this bill remains possible, but only if either the Republican Party or its voters demand it. I'm Jonathan Bernstein. For more view, please go to BloombergView.com or view Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time, also at 5.48 a.m., 8.48 a.m., and 11.48 a.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. Give uh, everybody something to talk about. Chatbots kind of do that for you. And we want to talk uh, a little bit about what's going on in the world of chatbots. Beirut uh, Sheth is with us. He's founder and chief executive officer of Gupshup. Uh, did I say it right? Yeah, and Gupshup means chit-chat, by the way. We're going to talk about messaging. So I, I had no idea. Okay, yeah. that's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about, because it's a messaging platform. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about what you guys do. So, uh, and you've been doing it for a few years here. Yeah, exactly. I think we've been, you know, uh, messaging is emerging as a, as a platform for building more advanced services, not just for person to person communication, right? So you can do e-commerce banking, and I'll talk more about bots in a second. Uh, but we provide the tools and the and the services that that enable businesses to create these conversational chatbots, and I expect there'll be millions of them coming up soon. So, so we provide the tools for that. So, if I go to a retail commerce e-commerce site and I'm having a conversation, that's a chatbot. Exactly. So, you know, chatbots are sort of these uh, software agents that can have a conversation with you either by text or voice. So it's very natural, very conversational. No Is it a person required. I'm chatting with or no? Well, it could be, pretends to be like that. Yeah. And uh, in general, you know, about 80% of it will be automated. If it's a complex query, it would get escalated to a human and come back. But 
uh, it could be – but for the end user, it just feels like they're chatting to a person. So it doesn't feel any different. It's kind of invisible technology but very, very powerful. Beirut, you know, when we talk about bots too, uh, you and I kind of started talking before we got going here and I mentioned, uh, what about bots like in elections? And right. they're, you know, kind of putting out certain kind of messages. Is it important – necessary to make distinctions between, I don't know, bots, different kinds of bots, bots yeah. and chatbots or what? Yeah, sort of, right? I mean, bots is a much used or abused word, if you will, right? And it generally refers to any any automated script uh, that can do certain things. And, and of course, that can be used for, you know, hacking and cybersecurity issues and Twitter bots and things. Those, those tend to get the news because they tend to be controversial. But, uh, you know, more specifically, when you talk about chatbots, um, you know, these chatbots are sort of uh, much more request and response. The, the, the user asks a query, the bots respond to you. Think about Siri, think, think about Alexa, mm-hmm. uh, or, or even on text, Facebook Messenger, and so on, right? So it's, it's much simpler. They're there to serve, to support, to answer your queries, and that, that actually is a very large and growing field that's going to emerge very quickly. How complex are those algorithms or codes in terms of creating a chatbot? So they're getting better, right? I mean, that's what we do in terms of providing tools and so on, right? But, but you could start with a simple frequently asked question list, an FAQ list, uh, based on which the chatbot sort of understands that for these kind of questions, here are the kind of answers, right? And once that's done, so, so the, the area called natural language processing or NLP, uh, and AI tools are getting better uh, every day. So, so developers are building these richer experiences. Uh, but the other thing to remember is, look, when you're ordering pizza, I mean, it's a very limited conversation, right? You're not trying to discuss. There's a the lot of toppings you can put on top of pizza. I'm that's just true. saying. But, but you're not a trying lot of to discuss. <laughs> but you're not but trying to like discuss. it's not like a medical the... question or right. something to do with my financial portfolio. Right, exactly. But, but what I'm saying is you're not trying to have a discussion on the philosophy of life, right? So so mm-hmm. it's it, when you limit the scope, it's easier to build these conversations. Where do we see chatbots well, well entrenched already? Where will they go? So I think, uh, you know, in, in many different ways, uh, they're, they're already happening. Actually, if I can just step back for a second, right? The reason why there's so much buzz around chatbots is sort of uh, it, it's, a, it's a big uh, platform shift. And what I mean by that is every decade or so, the, the, the way we use computers changes, right? So in the mid it was all about desktop and desktop applications. Mid-90s, the way we use computers was through browsers and websites, right? And then in the mid-2000s, it became all about smartphones and mobile apps. And now we're moving to this new era, if you will, a new platform, namely the messaging app and bot, right? So, so you could use Facebook Messenger, Slack, Telegram, or use Alexa, Siri, and so on, and then connect with these, with these chatbots, right? So, so it's a very, very broad-based phenomena. You will have millions of bots just like there are millions of websites and apps for every everything you do. I'm trying to think who it was that we talked to. Uh, this is what happens when you have vacation brain. But basically said that we're getting to a point where you're going to walk home and put your phone down. It's not going to become the center of your – it's not going to be the center of your universe like it kind of is today where you still walk around the house with your phone kind of attached right. to you. That you will – you know, communicate with Siri through a home device. We've exactly. already seen it with Alexa. That that will become kind of the nucleus, if you will, of everything. Yeah. In fact, I would. It's already started. I think. Or actually, I think you're just going to have a lot more devices, a lot more pervasive uh, chatbots, right? So even in the office, you may have audio devices sitting everywhere. You go to the mall, the airport, bank branches, and so on. Could Doesn't that become bots, intrusive, so. though? Kind of a loud society. So yes and no. I think in in private context, so inside a kiosk, you may speak loudly, but you could do it through text. If you're in a public place, you'd obviously do it through text. You're not talking to anybody or it could be through a headphone or headset or something, right? So, so I think it doesn't need to change 
change sort of societal norms. But 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 the bigger point is everything you do today on websites and apps, you'll now do through a chatbot, through a conversation, right? And the good thing about conversational stuff is instead of people having to behave like computers, you're going to have computers behaving like people, right? Um, which means they answer queries that you have, natural language, freestyle queries. Uh, so, so no training required, easier to use, much more intuitive. You get straight to the point and so on and so forth. We've right? kind of been doing it in our cars for a while, right? Exactly. So, cause you've got to be driving, you got to have your hands, hands on the wheel, but you could talk to your car and have things that are voice activated. Exactly. So in the home, in the car, mm-hmm. in a kiosk, of course, voice would be fine. What does it mean for the financial industry? Because I, uh, we had the, uh, former, uh, CEO of Barclays, uh, Anthony, uh, Jenkins on Bloomberg TV, and he said, uh, traditional banks are already seeing the start of an Uber moment and that they may face a Kodak-style obsolescence in five years. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I agree with that, right? Because what's going to happen is as these bots come about, think about it, right? Even individuals will have a, a personal assistant bot. So imagine I have a banking bot that helps me do all my uh, banking, which means, you know, as, as a human consumer, I have limited memory, time and compute capability. But my bot, which has infinite capabilities, right. it would never miss a payment. It would always, uh, you know, it could optimize, it could move accounts from one account to another. Very different uh, world. Exactly. So I think it, banks will have to up their game. Great to talk with you. Beirut Sheth, he's founder, chief executive officer of GupShop, joining us here in our New York studio based in San Francisco. This is Bloomberg Radio.